This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue to address nutrition and farm bill in Pennsylvania. U.S. argues China ag case and WTO. Another request for more time to report emissions. Purdue to address nutrition and farm bill in Pennsylvania. After three days, the government shutdown is over. USDA employees are headed back to their offices today after locking them down yesterday morning. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue heading to Pennsylvania. The trip was on the verge of being canceled when senators reached an agreement on a short-term spending bill to fund the government for another three weeks. Purdue leaves for Harrisburg today, and he'll have a packed schedule tomorrow. Purdue will be addressing the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, as well as making a big farm bill announcement. He'll start the day off at a breakfast roundtable with Pennsylvania State University faculty and students, and then speak at a town hall meeting with local farmers. It's there that AgriPulse has learned he is expected to unveil USDA's Farm Bill and Legislative Principles report. Details of that report haven't yet been released, so stay tuned. After the town hall, Purdue is scheduled to tour the Central Pennsylvania Food Bank in Harrisburg and head a discussion on SNAP and other government nutrition programs. The USDA has recently denied requests from Maine and Nevada to ban purchases of sugary drinks like soda with SNAP funds. U.S. argues China ag case and WTO. U.S. and Chinese government officials are in Geneva this week arguing their cases before a World Trade Organization dispute panel, which has taken up a U.S. complaint over China's agriculture subsidies for wheat, corn, and rice. U.S. Trade Representative originally filed the WTO complaint in September 2016, claiming that China's price supports for the grain, especially wheat, distort world markets and cause billions of dollars in losses every year for U.S. farmers and exporters. A 2016 Iowa State University study estimates that U.S. wheat exporters lost roughly $700 million in revenue because of China's domestic support programs that far exceed levels that are allowed for in the WTO. White House toughened stance on China. The WTO case comes just as the Trump administration announced yesterday it would impose new trade barriers aimed to protect domestic makers of solar panels and washing machines from cheap imports arriving from China. Ambassador Robert Lighthizer said the president's action makes clear again that the Trump administration will always defend American workers, farmers, ranchers, and businesses in this regard. In addition, the administration is weighing new protections for the steel and aluminum industries, making agriculture interest increasingly worried about if or when the Chinese will retaliate against U.S. agriculture products. Panelists discuss trade at Dairy Forum 2018. New Zealand backs U.S. complaints on Canadian dairy. New Zealand has the United States back when it comes to the complaint that Canada's Class 7 dairy pricing program is distorting the international market for skim milk powder. That according to Tim Grosser, New Zealand's ambassador to the U.S., Canada, through the Class 7 mechanism, raises the price domestic producers get for their milk in order to spur more butter production, but at the same time also pushes down the price for skim milk powder that floods the international market. 
The U.S. is pushing Canada to halt the pricing program during ongoing talks to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement. Grosser said yesterday that New Zealand is also harmed by the Canadian program and would support a WTO case against Canada if the NAFTA negotiations fail. Grosser said, we're deeply concerned about it. We're hoping that the NAFTA renegotiations will deal with this in one way or another. Another request for more time to report emissions. The deadline for animal feeding operations to report manure emissions to EPA was supposed to be yesterday, but farmers might be given more time to comply. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals was expected to issue its mandate yesterday for an opinion it came out with last year that struck down reporting exemptions for animal feeding operations. Now, however, the Justice Department has asked the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals for an additional three months to finalize guidance for farmers who are still confused how to meet their reporting guidelines, according to the Department of Justice and court papers filed on Friday. The additional three months will give EPA time to revise its guidance to be more effective at assisting farms in coming out into compliance and to conduct outreach with farms without Internet access that may not be aware of the reporting requirements and guidance, according to the DOJ. The National Pork Producers Council and the U.S. Poultry and Egg Association support the motion. Waterkeeper Alliance and other environmental groups did not object to the request for more time, but said EPA should use the time to fully and finally resolve any remaining matters so that the court's mandate can proceed with no further request for stay. Here's today's They Said It. This U.S. Department of Agriculture office is currently closed due to the lapse in federal government funding. This office will reopen once Congress restores funding. This was the message on the signs taped to many doors throughout USDA headquarters yesterday, the third and final day of the shutdown after Congress failed to approve an appropriations bill Friday night. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.